Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Today we're going to talk about something we're all involved in, food, eating, and living life. That sounds pretty simple and basic. With us today is Robin Crowder. She's the Marketing and Development Director and Brenda Vanderloop, the Public Relations Consultant at 21 Acres. Robin and Brenda, welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us, Gary. Happy to be here. I'm going to suppose that many of our listeners won't recognize the name 21 Acres. I hope we can change that today. Uh, It's even bigger than that. The full title is actually 21 Acres Center for Local Food and Sustainable Living, right? Correct. It's the longest name. Yeah. So 21 Acres works. It does. Okay. Um, You're a nonprofit out in Woodenville near those new ball fields and kind of behind Mullbox. If people know Woodenville at all, that's kind of close enough, right? And they they can find you there on the ground, but hopefully we'll get them interested enough to to find you on the Internet first and then go out there and find what 21 Acres is all about. But it's really... um, well, you got a great mission. You're part of the community, and that's what I want to talk about, what the 21 Acres Center for Local Food and Sustainable Living, well, let's start with its maybe its little short history and before we get into its real mission and what you're doing as a part of the community. 21 Acres, how long has it been around? How did it come well, I about? I can speak to that, Gary. Thank you. Um, we have uh, been in the community since uh, the mid-2000s, started out as an organization uh, creating a farmer's market for our local community. We ended up finding this uh, beautiful piece of agricultural land that is preserved in perpetuity within the Sammamish Valley, which is um, a whole agricultural district um, created through the King County's Growth Management Act. Um, So once we purchased this piece of property, we realized we had this huge potential for not just being what is a traditional farmer's market in folks' minds, but also um, a resource and an educational uh, center for farmers, not only to have an outlet for them for sales, but also a place to grow food, a place to process food, a place to um, put together entrepreneurial uh, projects, things that they you know would like to sell uh, to their community. So we've got a lot of the resources that help a farmer be successful, not only from growing the first seed to selling that product in a farm market. Wow, that's beautiful. I mean, seed to sale. You're, yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. Exactly. And so is it a part of the county. Now, you said you were sort it's of... An, it's actually in unincorporated King County, and we abut the city of Woodenville. So you just mentioned that we're just like a block south of Mulbach. So we're actually on a street, um, which is called, we refer to as the South Bypass, just um, a block south of the main street where Mulbach is located. And everyone is familiar usually with uh, you know some of the areas there and, of course, the wine tourist and uh, community there. So we're right in that hub um, of eco-agricultural... Um, uh, areas um, that surrounds, you know, our entire our entire property. Um, so King County sold us the property actually for a dollar the first year, and then um, we were able to purchase it at a very low property rate, and started with um, some community gardens, um, pea patches, and uh, the community, you know, filled those spots like in two days, you know, they, they, they didn't have a place to grow food. Now they did have a place if they were an apartment or there's a lot of hilly areas in the Woodenville community um, where people can't grow their own food. So they used our um, our property for um, for uh, the pea patches. Well, then we had farmers come in and it kind of just grew and morphed from there. Um, so it it's a private nonprofit? 
Is it managed by a uh, board of directors? Rod, that is, uh, speak to it, that? Sure. It's a nonprofit organization, and um, we have staff that are employed, and we have a board of directors. It's not run by the county. It was given, the land was given by the county a long time ago as part of their growth management design. It, it was purchased. It was purchased per- from the county, from the, okay. right, right, through our through our umbrella uh, foundation, the Human Links Foundation. Okay. Um, so the purchase of the land was made, and um, so now we are our own entity. We own, we own the facility. We own, it's actually 21 acres of land. Um, right. How'd you guys come up with the name? Yeah, <laughs> it was tough. <laughs> but, you know, it's beyond 21 acres. It is the rest of the name is uh, local food and sustainable living. I, I really want to get to that, too. So part of your mission beyond just being a part of the community that, you know, as a pea patch, you know, that can, can grow food, but show people how to grow food, educate them and su- the word sustainable living in there. The building itself is unique to the area it's It's, yeah it's kind of the future right i mean Mm. as we society has realized okay we can't keep doing what we've been doing in the past forever we got to change a little bit and the words be more green and sustainable and lower our carbon footprint all those kind of things get tossed around but you guys are the um an actual place that's doing that to sort of demonstrate we're a a living laboratory yeah you know we're actually an environmental and an educational center to showcase and demonstrate all these things that we've learned and the things that we want to be able to um give to our community so that they can learn take back to their homes their families not only food related issues you know how to buy food how to you know, how to grow food, you know, how to talk about green building and incorporate, you know, um, energy efficiency systems. And I think the building, um, uh, which you saw during your visit last yeah, weekend. Yeah, I didn't visit it. Which so we were happy to have you. It the, was great to have you have you there. So you saw the you saw the building, and I think what's happened is we had so many systems and wanted these supporting programs for not only our farmers and our community. So instead of just throwing up four walls for a seven day farmers market, you know, seasonal or year round, we decided that we could actually build something that made a difference in our world, you know, in our environmental footprint. So we actually started, you know, those conversations and how that would be. And we ended up with, as you saw, this phenomenal, unique um, leading technology building, which just received LEED Platinum certification. We can talk more about that later if you if you well, care to. The the most, I guess, people can re- recognize from the outside, oh, there's these solar panels on the roof. I mean, it's covered with them. So, oh, this is going to be an efficient building. But it is more than just you know, some people do throw up solar panels on it. Everything about it is is going on. Something is going on. It's built up on a berm. You sort of made a hill, and it's got everything is incorporated it's all into integrated. its design. Yeah, yeah. It's an integrated system from the from, lights, the water, exactly. the heat, the storm water systems, living roofs, bioswales. You know, the solar energy to the energy efficient appliances to um, everything that's incorporated within the building itself, even down to the um, composting toilet. Com- exactly, yeah, the, the, toilet. Com- mm-hmm. the composting, composting toilets, toilets which you which are so very the, different than anyone would ever imagine. The building itself can be, if it had to be, off the grid. I mean, Correct. it can generate enough power for probably most of the year and most it, it years. It could be, but it is not actually built that way as we speak. But to we're demonstrate actually, that it can happen, yes, there's not a light switch, is what I noticed. In each room, you go in and the lights pop on correct. and they pop off when so you don't waste any energy when you're not most even in the definitely. room. It's to help 
you know, homeowners and builders look at alternative ways of doing things to get inspired. We have uh, resources available. And so if an idea intrigues them or interests them, so the light switches, for example, if somebody gets excited that that might be a great way for them to have to stop worrying about whether their children turned off the lights downstairs or not, we can help them find resources in order to consider doing that at home. And the building, so let's talk about the facility now that we're on it. You have a, a kitchen in there that is like a what do you call it, restaurant class or a commercial, it's commercial a commercial kitchen. kitchen. Mm. Correct. So you're not a restaurant, but we are not. you can cook and demonstrate how to, like some of the things you do is classes and seminars and teaching Correct. with local, locally grown food, organic sure. grown food. What's seasonal, like some of the classes I've seen you offer are seasonal uh, mm -hmm cooking. Mm -hmm. Learn to eat what's growing this time of year, and you have chefs there that can show people how to do that, right? I mean, that's Most pretty definitely. basic, but it's it's such a great kitchen and facility, and it's a classroom at the same time, right? Is that sort of what Most I definitely. saw? Most yeah. definitely. Our kitchen, we use it for so many different things. We've got classes, as you mentioned, and the classes um, might be with our own chefs at 21 Acres, or we'll have chefs from the community. Some pretty hot chefs were there last week, and it was pretty exciting. We've um, profiled them on our blog and have some pictures there about what those classes look like. And then the kitchen's also used for creating wonderful food to go for down in our market. Um, so if folks want to come to the market, they can pick up something that was just made upstairs that's entirely local. Everything is made from scratch in our kitchen. So the bread is made from scratch. The sour cream is made from scratch. It takes scratch cooking to a new a new level. Yeah. And so let me, now we're on to the cooking. Let me keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all of the ingredients are local. I mean, is that correct? And, Absolutely. And organic too? or So at 21 Acres, everything is um either certified organic or it's been grown with the most sustainable methods. This and is part of your mission. Most definitely. So our farm is certified organic, but we source a lot of products from area farms in their food shed here in the Puget Sound. And a lot of that food may not be from a certified organic farm, but it's from a farm that we know very well. And our kitchen staff and our market staff have worked with to learn about their farming methods and to um, talk with them about stewardship of the land, stewardship of the animals. And sometimes the organic standards, the national organic standards, don't go far enough for us. So it's really about learning about farming practices. And uh, I think it's pretty exciting for people when they actually realize all they can eat this time of year. You look outside and it's a dreary, gray, yeah. messy day. I know my garden, my own home garden, doesn't look very good this time mm -hmm. of year. But your you 21 acres local. is to say there is things that... <laughs> is growing and harvesting this time of year. Yes, and so a lot of farmers employ season extension methods, so they may have hoop houses or they're overwintering vegetables. And so we um, we like to be a resource for people. We encourage people to not only come and shop the market or to take a class, but just to poke their heads in the kitchen and see what's being made. And our um, kitchen team is really wonderful about sharing ideas. Or if you have a dinner party and you just don't know what to make and you want to use um, local ingredients, poke your head in the kitchen and ask. Or you could rent the kitchen and just have us do the party for you. Sure. <laughs> So, oh, that's yes. another aspect. <laughs> that's another fun. aspect of the building. You can rent this as a facility, of course, for mm -hmm. like a party, a reception, or meetings, a meeting, conferences, and you mm -hmm. can rent the kitchen or use it 
myself if I were to? Absolutely. We actually or have an event ways, coming or? up in a couple of weeks. Um, we, we have a lot of partnerships with educational um, institutions, local businesses, etc. And this partner um, is Halo Source Company, a water, environmental water, global water company that's actually one of our neighbors located up in Bothell, Washington. And they are celebrating World Water Day, which is on March 22nd, and they're going to be coming to 21 Acres on that Friday, uh, doing their team meetings and their work, their you know internal workshop and, and meeting, having lunch in our kitchen. Then they're actually going to be doing a community service project out on the farm. So they've got 40 or 50 employees that are going to be digging in the dirt and helping clean out the bioswales and and just doing a, a a basic community service a restoration project for us on site. So they're coming in not only as a community partner but also also using the facility for their meeting, conference, and lunch. Wow. That, that's, this is a real resource, then, for the community. And, and I love that, that aspect of you are plunked down right there in a suburb, really. I mean, but this part of western Washington is where the farms and the suburbs sort of met. And I guess, you know, let's put, hold, put the brakes on here. And because a lot of that valley could have gotten eaten up easily, right, in development. You're exactly right. And there still is always discussion about what's going to happen to the south of us or what's going to happen next door. Or, you know, we abut the city, the city limits, the city of Woodenville, and they have, um, you know, great plans, you know, for comprehensive, um, you know, building and, and, you know, their their downtown, their build-out plans and whatever. So it's all all about building relationships and partnerships. And because we have been there for so long, um, people look to us, you know, as for some guidance. Um, We've had um, some builders that are coming in that are architects uh, might be visiting and can we come and talk to you because you've you know you've done some of the research in the community and we want to talk to you about low impact development or maybe maybe including a, a portion of uh, green system within you know our building that we're going to be doing or how can we how can we connect um, our landscaping and our gardens to make it fit within the valley to make it um, environmentally sound um, so we we provide that not only to you know the local um, the local, our local neighbor who's coming, who's coming in, you know, just to shop or to learn about food, but also to the community as a much broader, um, you know, broader scope um, for green building and the, the larger food systems. Mm-hmm. Robin can tell you a little bit about our food hub program, um, which is just really, really growing and, and expanding throughout the Puget Sound. Food hub. Yes, it's um, an, a concept that's really picked up traction across the country and here in the Puget Sound we are working on food hubs to help make local food easier for chefs and um, directors of food service at hospitals, low-income child care centers, food trucks, be able to source great fresh local food. So we have farmers come and deliver their food to 21 acres. We load it on a refrigerated truck and we get on the road twice a week and hit many places throughout Seattle, King County, Snohomish County, delivering this wonderful food that um, is pretty exciting when you see a chef open a box and see the most glorious greens or strawberries that are the tastiest they've ever seen before and you know it was just harvested in a matter of hours. Uh, earlier in the day. And so it's um, really taking off. Last year was our first full season, and um, we're continuing to deliver. And about April will be really um, packed truck, multiple deliveries. uh, So you can imagine how many miles we're saving for chefs to go to the farms or farmers to go to the restaurants, you know, or vice versa of what... 
you know, as far as those traveling. So we're yeah. providing that resource to them to save um, the, you know, those carbon miles and the energy that they would normally have to do all on their own. It's just a, right. a wonderfully integrated system for Wow, that's terrific. So we are talking this morning with Robin Crowder and Brenda Vanderloop from 21 Acres. Uh, it's 21 Acres for Local Food and Sustainable Living in Woodenville. It's a nonprofit. It's, I guess we've figured out today, it's a living laboratory. Uh, it's a resource for the community. People can find out more online here. I, uh, this is right. 21, the numerals, 2 and 1, 21acres.org, right? Absolutely. We yeah. want people to come by when it works for them. But we always have standing tours on the second and fourth Friday of the month, and that's a great time for people to stop by if they're out and about, if it's a beautiful day and they want to walk the farm or see what's happening in the market or the building. Um, but if those days don't work, they should feel free to stop by any time. We're really a community-based organization and want to be welcoming. Yeah, I want to get, you, you just started talking about this food hub and the sort of the big picture of kind of what I opened with is how we all have decided we got to do a little better is people are starting to realize and it to make the effort that if I shop for, with local pr- for local products and if I source, you use the phrase like source it, the, the, the chefs are doing that, restaurants are doing that as part of their marketing. They, they want to let people know we buy local things. So it is important and getting more and more important to people. Has that been, do you educate people on that? Is that, is that part of your goal to, um, I don't know, get, get that kind of idea off the back burner and more onto it? This is how it can be done is, is, and how well, do you do that we try to meet people where they are and where they feel comfortable so we have um, folks who come to us from all different um, levels of engagement with the local food system and one of the very best ways is when people are looking to buy some groceries or buy milk or eggs they come to the market and they get excited about seeing milk there in our market that was just produced um, maybe 40 miles away from a dairy and they know that that milk doesn't have any chemicals in it, that the um, the food is totally clean. We use the term clean food an awful lot, and families are looking to provide better food for their children um, and to make choices that they reflect their values and that they know that they're getting the very best food possible. But then there's other people who come to us and they're like, I absolutely um, have compromised health issues and I need to eat entirely um, pesticide-free, chemical-free food. And um, it's a real uh, risk to them from a health-wise if they eat any food that's been grown without the um, highest sustainable standards. So we might have somebody on that end of the spectrum that comes to us. We just do our best to be available to them, provide information, do lots of taste testing in the market, lots of uh, chef demos and sampling. People get excited that way. And we hope we hope that people will try and make a behavior change. You know, whether they're coming in for the first time because they see our umbrella supper, and say, oh, there's a farm, that looks cool, let's just pop in. They maybe don't even know we have a market and they come in the market and, oh, this isn't for me. I'm not, I, I, you know, I don't need to buy organic or I don't need, you know, to shop here. But then they'll engage with one of the wonderful people that we have working in the market who just know everything about the food, everything about the farmer and say, oh, look what, you know, Farmer John just brought in. We have these wonderful apples today. And even if you just tell yourself, I'm going to buy one organic product today and take it home to share with your family, 
that's just going to get the conversation started to why it's important, why you need to do this, and you know why you know why your family needs to embrace you know the the clean food um, concept. Because I think so many people are just they're taking their kids to the supermarket and they're buying these carrots that are preformed. That <laughs> yeah. is that Started a real out as big carrots? Yeah, and is now that a real carrot? You know, I mean, I've I've engaged with so many young students and and some of the educational uh, groups that have come to 21 acres for projects or community service or just field trips or whatever and I, I I often hear the kids you know they're out there pulling a carrot out of the ground it's like oh look at that you know <laughs> and oh my goodness it's purple it's a purple carrot so I mean there are so many options that they don't know about and it's like this is what real food looks like it try and taste that carrot it tastes like a really good Good care, and don't talk to me about tomato season. I mean, that's oh. that's our overall mm. favorite. You know, fresh, you know, grown locally grown uh, organic tomato. There's nothing better. Well, let let me keep going in on educating people. Let's talk about some of the classes or seminars or things you you have. How does I mean? I guess you you teach people on growing. Eating, eating and living. living. Yes, you're exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, give me a few examples, I guess. Sure. I don't know, maybe some of your favorites or maybe the most popular or well, things you're looking forward to starting. I don't care, wherever you want to Backyard farming. Oh, but, great. You know, yeah. That's really one of the most popular. People are very excited about backyard farming because it could mean that they're going to learn how to um, put in a garden in their backyard or it could mean that they're going to put it in uh, pots, flower pots on their patio. Backyard farming can mean a lot of different things. So, Folks are really excited about that. Um, beekeeping, beekeeping, yes. Yeah. Beekeeping. We talk about our our uh, you know our 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 gold, uh, our honey from our yes. from our bees, mm. and and it's um, it's very it's very cool to actually see people coming out learning how to manage their own beehives or how to harvest honey, and then they're interested and they want to have their own beehives in their own homes and um, be able to include that in their whole you know gardening and uh, backyard farming process. Um, and then, of course, oh. the I'm sorry, the Go cooking, ahead. the cooking classes. Then we like to integrate, you know, what what you're growing with what, like you mentioned before, you know, with what you're eating and how to cook it. And we can give you all these different ideas. So whether it's from, um, you know, cooking seasonally or working, you know, with in what's within the harvest, or um, we have a harvest pizza class um, with um, um, one of our chefs. What are some of the other classes that we just? Well, had? I just wanted to make sure that um, we don't miss the opportunity to let people know about the fourth Tuesday. Tuesday oh, right. events that are going to start. Um, we're looking at uh, the fourth Tuesday of every month starting on Earth Day, where we'll be having discussion and dialogue um, at 21 Acres that'll be um, in a class format, but a dynamic conversation with the community and very inexpensive from free to $5. Maybe one might be $10 if there was something <laughs> extra special going on. That shouldn't hold anybody back. <laughs> so that there's this kind of a systematic and dynamic way for the community to know that they can engage with 21 Acres. Maybe they might not be ready to sign up or to take a class right away, but that they'll know on the fourth Tuesday of every month they so can stop So are you hoping in. for, like you said, backyard farms, just people who live, you know, in a regular, you know, I have another job, but I just uh, have a interest in gardening and, and eating better or are you looking for farmers or is it both are, are your 
clients both that show up to these kind of things and farmers say, I want to learn how to grow this a little bit better. I sure. want to add beekeeping to my uh, resume down on my farm, but I don't know how. Is that both kind of I think we or? I do. I think we attract a, a lot of different audiences, which, you know, from Robin's and my standpoint for marketing sometimes makes uh, makes it difficult. But we have so many interesting things for so many different levels of audience, um, you know, from your professionals that are coming in, learning about, you know, the green building, the architects. Uh, we had a recent uh, landscaper uh, association group that came in and talked about you know, irrigation. So they're taking that back to their clients and their businesses. Um, so I think the audience are are very uh, widespread. You know, the fourth Tuesday, I, I just pulled out my sheet because I, I forgot. This is a new program um, that we're just offering. And, and we've got a lot of different topics from climate effects on Washington agriculture because we're very um, attuned to, you know, um, um, the climate uh, crisis and, you know, our weather issues and um, all of that. Um, again, talking about um, energy efficiency and combustion. So that affects not only, um, you know, just, you know, uh, someone who's trying to maybe do a remodeling project in their home, you know, what they can incorporate to, um, you know, to beyond. Um, we're talking about food, organic. There was a discussion about hydroponic uh, gardening for people who don't have um, a spot to um, actually have a, a great spot to garden. Um, yeah, making the most of what you have in the kitchen, residential energy, um, green event planning. We have a lot of people who are coming in doing events at our facility, and they're required to not only meet our mission, but to use the um, use appropriate tools that um, embraces everything that we like to refer to as as green. So um, you can't come in and, and bring Doritos. You know, you you're not allowed to do that. Not only is that not part of our of our mission, um, but we want people to understand that we can create chips for you in our kitchen that are organic and clean, and you don't need to bring in any other kinds of foods that you know have pesticides or GMOs or or whatever. So you know, so we have a lot of different and uh, a lot of different topics that can be discussed. Wow, fantastic. So I, I'm going to encourage people again, check out this website, 21acres.org, because, uh, gosh, you do so much more than we can cover here in a short half hour. Um, I guess I want to talk about the, maybe the future. As, is 21 acres, it's a, it's a real laboratory. It demonstrates that these things are possible. Do people, is this idea your own? Did you see it somewhere else? Have people come from other parts of the country say, I want to do that too? How are you set up? I mean, are you unique? Well, we think that we're unique in the fact that we have a LEED Platinum certified building on a farm. But the <laughs> sustainable food movement is definitely um, gaining momentum across the country. So many exciting things have happened in recent years. Even the planting of the White House Garden um, has really helped as a tipping point across the country to get folks dialed into um, supporting local farmers and to be involved the buy local movement. Uh, really has uh, worked to gain a lot of momentum. And people are getting a little concerned about what the planet's going to look like for their children. And uh, working with families to make resources available for their children is really important to us. So we were just got the green light yesterday to go ahead with our summer camps for children this summer. Oh, awesome. We're about to put dates um, forward. And so that kids can get to know um, what it's like to actually grow food, work on a farm, what What's in soil? It's you know really a living organism. 
And we get excited um, when we see people of all, all ages uh, come to 21 Acres. Wow. Thank you so much. We have been talking with Robin Crowder. She's the development director and Brenda Vanderloop, the public relations consultant at 21 Acres in Woodenville. It's a nonprofit. Please check it out, 21acres.org. Robin and Brenda, thanks for coming today. Thanks for sharing some ideas. Thanks for what 21 Acres is doing to foster a more sustainable life here in the Pacific Northwest. We thank you, Gary. Thank you very much. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.